Hi, come on in. And join in. It's the very merry life. Hi, I'm Mary Hendricks, and you might know me as that relatable AF mama over on Instagram who hopefully feels like an old friend at this point. And if not, it won't be long till it feels that way as we get raw, unfiltered, and very unapologetic in all things motherhood, marriage, sex, and more. From moments worth savoring to moments worth surviving, get ready to leave feeling seen and supported. You have a friend here now. So hey, take a seat. What's going on? Hi, Charlie. Hey, Mary, how's it going? Hey, I'm good. I am so excited to have you on this. This is just like super exciting for me. I look like hell right now and it's all good, <laughs> but that's that's the whole point of all this is just to just have a good conversation between, well, my thing is real moms talking real life things, but you're a dad and I'm so excited for that, for that perspective to be coming on. Yeah, thanks. Um, I actually showered. It's been like three days, so <laughs> this, gave me a, this gave me an excuse to shower. <laughs> hey, I'm sure we can all relate to that. That's the biggest thing. That's me too. Uh, well, okay. So I'm going to give you a second. I want you to introduce yourself to everyone that's listening, and just kind of you know say who you are, what you do, tell us about your family, everything, and we'll go from there. All right. Uh, my name is Charlie. Um, stay at home dad now, but um, I. Uh, I used to be a chef, um, then worked myself up to become a corporate chef. So I was a corporate chef at at a company where I used to um, develop ideas for like fast food chains. So like McDonald's, Taco Bell and all that stuff. Uh, then I switched jobs, became a corporate chef at uh, for the airlines. So whatever food you see at the airlines, that was me coming up with those ideas, okay. helping out with that. And then after that... Uh, I went into sales and after that, um, we had a baby. So, yeah, um, me and my wife, we've been together for 10 years. Uh, she's just 11, but we started dating. We, we dated for five years and we've been married for five years. So it's a total of 10. She's counting the year that we, we talked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah. So to her, it's 11 to me, it's 10, but Hey, we're, we're still here. Um, and yeah, she, or we have, a we have a one-year-old, her name is Rosalia. We call her Rosie. Uh, she was born in September. So what is that? 12, 16 months. Okay. 16 months old, or she's going to be 16 and on the 15th. And we have another girl coming in April of this year. Oh, I didn't know that. That's exciting. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. Well, and then you're on Instagram and mm-hmm. your handle is the state stay the, home dad life. Yeah, so it's, it's the saddy life. So the stay at home daddy life. Yeah. See, and I love that. And that's, I mean, that's how we got connected per se. And I, I always take a look on Instagram whenever I see like anyone following me or engaging on my stuff. I was looking, I remember when I saw yours I immediately had to take a peek and I was like, I love it. Cause I, it, it is a perspective. And when I announced on like even stories tonight, like when I had shared that you were going to be on like the amount of response that came back was like, I'm so excited for this because it is such, it is a different perspective. Like you, I cover a mom aspect. Like I cover the stay at home mom life. I cover that side, but stay at home dads are a, are a real thing too. It's becoming more prevalent. And I think it's a very underrepresented thing. It's a very under, under discussed thing. I don't know what word I would replace that with, but I also think it's a very taboo thing. Like it's just, there's stay at home moms get their own shit. Moms get their own shit, 
but dads and stay-at-home dads, especially, I think get their own slew of shit that they are just dealt. And I think that's like a serious, very cool aspect to be touching on. Yeah. It's, um, you get the, the positives and the negatives and I've had both already, which yeah, it's pretty cool, but you, you learn to deal with it, learn to just keep moving forward and you just got to realize that you're, you're doing this for your family. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like for us, uh, um, it just made sense for me to stay home. Um, my wife's an engineer. She went to Iowa State, a uh, good career she has. And it was one of those things where, yeah, if I wanted to, like, I'll figure it out and she can stay home. But it just made sense for her to stay home. And I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm willing to take the challenge. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, and uh, but that's a big thing, too. I think that's what the big thing with stay-at-home parents, too, is it's a financial aspect. That's the same thing with us. Like, I it's sad because I think a lot of the idea behind like stay-at-home parents, a lot of people view stay-at-home parents as either they're uneducated or that they didn't have a career to go back to. And it's not true. Like majority of us had a career just when you look at a financial aspect of growing a family and what you want your family to be like for me, us personally, like it made more sense for me to stay home. Like I, I wasn't going to make enough to ever equate for it to make sense with daycare, childcare. So it just made sense for me to stay home. Um, and we still have to budget. It's not like we're saving anything, but it's, it's balancing out at this point. It, it's, it's definitely balancing out. We're in New Jersey. I don't, what state are you in? Uh, we're in uh, Illinois. So Chicago area. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, grocery shopping. It's a luxury nowadays. Yeah. And yes. my family's all in Chicago. What area in Chicago? I'm in the West suburbs, so Lombard or Oak Brook. Okay. okay. My uh my I have family all over the place. I have family in Naperville. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Naperville. Uh Glen the Glendale. Yeah, uh Glen something. Northbrook, Glen something. It's like right by Glenview. Glenview. Yeah, Glenview. Um like, like Evanston, Wilmette, like yeah, yeah. all in that area. All over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I literally like I went to school in Purdue at Purdue University. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I I grew up I I essentially like my second home was the Midwest. Like I mm-hmm. <laughs> I just always grew up going out there, so it was easy for me to get out there. But yeah, no, I mean it's the same thing. I think it's the expense cost of living out there is very equal to out here. It's just it's it's expensive. It's expensive for childcare and everything, and it's just it makes more sense to do that. But when you became a stay-at-home dad, what? Sh- so tell me about the shit. Like, what shit have you come across? Come across in like terms of, um, yeah. I would say, well, well, literally, shit. Yeah, you come across <laughs> shit. <daughter>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's just um, I know when. So, I was the type of guy that I I didn't want to be a dad uh, in the beginning. That's why we waited so long and. Like at the end of the, at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I'm, I just, I guess my perspective changed once I saw, like once I started hanging out with a different circle, positive people, people that actually cared and all that stuff. Um, and I saw that it's like, wait, I can actually raise a good family because now I have good examples. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm not saying that my parents did a bad job or all that stuff, but like in today's world, that's that's all you see nowadays, like a bunch of negativity or why do you want to bring kids into this world or stuff like that? So that was kind of my mindset, yep. like um, the party life too back in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, but yeah, but after that mindset switched, I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm, I want to be a dad. And then when, when me and my wife talked about it and we, we discussed the possibility of the possibility of maybe me being the stay at home dad. I'm like, yeah, like, let's do it. I, I was so excited. And uh, what is it like six weeks? Once yeah. Like six weeks. Wifey's still here. But then once it was my time to shine. <laughs> yeah. Once we left, that's when it really hit me like, Oh, um, I'm, I'm raising another human. Yeah. Like this, this little person, <laughs> this little yeah. baby depends on me a lot. Um, and I gotta be that a great example. I gotta stay positive. I gotta, I gotta do this and this. And so as I was, so as I'm continuing my journey, just learning, like everything's new. So um, I'm just trying to to figure out, like, okay, so so what's right, what's wrong? Because whenever whenever we're gonna become parents, I think everyone has the mindset of I'm not gonna do what my parents used to do back in the day. Like to yeah. me, I'm gonna raise them different. Uh, no screen time. No, if I'm gonna make sure they they eat all their food, they're not. They can like all the all the silly things. Yeah. But once once you have your baby, it hits you and you're like, oh, this is hard. No wonder my mom did that. Yeah. No this this and this happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I think one of the what helped me was actually finding other moms on Instagram, uh, like to follow. And yeah. and the cool thing about this is that like I, I don't think I'm following like professionals. I'm following like real moms, and that's how I found you. Like uh yeah. you're a great example of that. Like I also follow uh like Jenna from The Snuggle is Real, yeah, yeah. Rachel, uh, yeah. Rachel and the Crew, um, yeah. um, Becca Everyday Back, Jamie Real Life Mama, Lindsay Every Hearts, and and I think the cool thing about that is that you you moms have built a community to where someone that that is struggling or feels that um, that they're being judged or aren't doing the right thing, you can just go into one of your profiles and just be like, oh, they're normal. Yeah. They're not faking this shit. Like they're they're yeah. normal, regular moms. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly <laughs> what all of us want. But I think that what's so interesting hearing you talk about that though is like, and that's why I was so excited to have you on. Like it's literally was so exciting for me to have you on because it is such you're listing out a bunch of stay-at-home moms. Like I think at the end of the day, what's like cool about this is because when you're in it, like especially from a woman aspect because of a stay-at-home mom aspect, a stay-at-home mom has always been the norm. So when you're a stay-at-home mom, a lot of it, when you're dealing with the crap that comes with being a stay-at-home mom and the isolation and the people accusing you of being lazy and things like that, like it kind of boils into like a sexism type of thing for us where we're like, okay, well, it's because I'm a woman. But at the end of the day, but when I'm talking to you, I'm like, but I, 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 I think, yeah, part of it could be that, but I also think it's just a role. Like it's just a role. It, it is the role itself of being a stay at home parent, regardless that we need to get away from like mom, dad, like type of thing. If you're a stay at home parent, we're dealing with very similar shit. Like, and yeah. that's like, that's what we need to get across. And I, I love that. 
aspect because it gets, it does get very polarizing because you forget about it. Sometimes you get Uh stuck in this mindset of being like, well, I'm the mom. Like, it's just what I do. Well, like maybe that's not the case. Maybe it's just the role itself. The moment you take on this role, that's what happens. Um, yeah. And, and to be honest, it's, it's one of the hardest jobs I've, I've ever done. Like, like I said, I, I used to be a chef. So in order to like get that title, I had to like work my ass off. Yeah. So you're, you're talking like always on my feet, always, um, uh, the, the late hours, uh, 16, the 20 hour shifts, uh, coming the next day hungover, but you're, you're, you're grinding yeah. it out again. And yeah. I would say there's, there's times where I'd rather go back to work. <laughs> There's there's just those days, and and I know a bunch of moms have them or stay at home parents have it too. Yeah. Where it's like, you know what? I think it'll be easier to like go get a job. Yeah. And and you were saying earlier about like the sexism, like oh, it's stay at home moms, like they uneducated or they're lazy. Like no, um, it's a job. Like you think, like you think. I, I wish I could just sit on my ass and make videos or scroll through Instagram or watch movies or yeah. like, I haven't. I don't even know when's the last time I saw a movie. Like, well, exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's just, but, and that's the thing. It's like, I, the big argument that I've gotten when I'm, whenever I talk about like this as a job is some people come at me and a lot of the time it's actually women who will come at me and be like, this isn't a job. Like this is, this is something, parenting is not a job. Parenting is like, forget the wording that they always come at me with. It's like, this is something that you I don't even know, but they say it's not a job. Parenting is different than a job. And I'm like, (laughs) but it is a job. Like that's, that's the thing. It's like, I, I view this as a job for myself. It's like, that's the way I've been able to kind of face this because as you know, being a stay-at-home parent comes with a slew of hardships of like, you're on your own, like you're on your own and you're dealing with all this stuff and you're getting criticism from all ends, let alone yourself. Um, but for me, it's like, I show up and I treat this like a job, especially because you are home. Like, I think that's the biggest thing is like, because you are home, it becomes groundhog's day. So for me to like, be like, I wake up every single day. I have an, uh, I have a schedule like where I'm like, okay, set my alarm. And I do the same exact thing, kind of no different than what my husband does when he gets up and goes off to an office where I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to treat this like a job. Like, this is my job from the time my husband leaves to the time I get home. It's my job. And then when we're together and then we finish it out as parents and do our thing. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I think a stay-at-home mom is so common where we forget about the stay-at-home dad. And I think that's why it's so interesting hearing this because it, it, I think it's not, it's a universal thing. I think we just forget about that. It's, it's a very universal feeling that we're thinking about, but because it's so common in moms, we think it's just a woman related thing and i don't think yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah and that's why um <laughs> like if you look at my instagram like if someone were to if i if i'll be scrolling down on instagram on my page and someone will be looking they were like yeah. wait what is this like what's wrong with your with your feed because it's all moms or it's all parent stuff and all that stuff it ain't like your typical cars or um i don't know what people are into these days because now my focus is totally different yeah but um yeah it's just like i know i know there's i know there's not a lot of dads out there or stay-at-home dads like it ain't it ain't the norm yet <laughs> or yeah. people don't see it normal but like like the people i just mentioned like uh from the, the instagram moms it's I, I feel like i'm part of the club like i might be well, a guy and- 
Yeah, but I, but I think that's <laughs> so cool. And I think that's so cool. I honestly think because like you said, it's like not cars and stuff like that. I I guarantee, and I, you can tell me like from a guy's aspect, is it seen as not as manly to be a stay-at-home dad? Uh, to me, so to me, I have a great mindset. Like, <laughs> I don't care what people think. Yeah. But I will say that at first I didn't, at first I didn't care. I'm like, I don't care what people think. I'm, I'm doing this for my family. Yeah. And I will say that now that you brought that up, I will say that one of my, the, my downs was, um, the manly thing. Yeah. It's, um, it's just people saying like, and, and you know, people will always talk shit. So <laughs> you yeah. don't know what people are oh, saying yeah. or whatever, but it's like, Oh, uh, look, stay at home that, or even from my family, like you can just tell like they're judging or whatever, or friends. But they'll just be like, oh, yeah, you're a, a stay-at-home dad or whatever. But at the same time, you know they're judging or you know they're probably talking down on you. Like, oh, man, look at them. Like, he probably couldn't um, keep his career or he probably couldn't um, or he's just being lazy or he doesn't want to do anything or they they just look down on me. Or it's like, oh, look, he's the man. He needs to provide for the – he yeah. needs to be the provider. He needs to be the head of the house. Yeah. Like, things like that. Like, so, like, I'm a, I'm a believer. So, like – when when we were created, like that's in that's in the man's DNA. Like when God created us, that's in our DNA. Like God created us to like for the man to be the provider, the protector. Yeah. So when when now I'm taking this role, it's like it did hit me once. Like I I did go during this time where it's like, well, what am I doing? Like I'm not doing my part. I'm not. Am I being the provider, or how can I provide? Like my my wife's over here being the provider. Like or you'll have people talking like, oh, damn, who 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 carries the person, the relationship, or who's, like, yeah. little, little shit like yeah. that. Yeah, And it's, like, so it's, that I think that started affecting me where it's, like, well, how how am I providing, or how can I protect my family, or am I doing my role as a man? Because um, the man's supposed to be out there working and hustling and doing this and this so the, so the mom can stay home. Yeah. No, like that's, that's but whoever said like whoever said that like that's the thing is like I hear that and I'm like not I I dive into that stuff I've gotten more and more into that like my husband and I talk about this stuff all the time where I'm mm-hmm. like like my husband is kind of one of those where he's like I don't really understand like when they talk about like like all this toxic masculinity and stuff like that. He'll say that. And I'm like, well, you're saying that because you're a good guy. Like you don't understand it. But I said, when I see like, like for me, when I get trolled in my comments, it's all men. It's all men saying like these nasty, nasty things where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is happening right now? Like where, if I even bring up any of my like stuff where if I bring up, you know, moms want to break, like mom, if moms want to break, if you or if it was the roles to reverse, like if I'm going to go take a break, if you're going to give your wife a break, the last thing you need to be doing is harassing her, acting like you don't know shit as to what's going on with your family and you're, and you're coming home to a mess. Like that's just not fair. I don't think that's equal, but anytime I post about that, Oh, yeah. men go off <laughs> where I'm like, but then I think about that. And I'm like, who, why is that the norm? Like that, that's like the provide, like men are the financial provider. Like, I don't personally buy into that. I think like for you, like you're the provider, like you're the provider protector of your family in so many different different ways, ways. whether it's like morally and um, 
like educationally, like you're giving your yeah. kids uh, uh, something that many families don't ever have. Yeah. That role model perspective is huge. That's going to do more for them than you bring exactly. home a paycheck will. Exactly. And, and, and that's why, that's where I had to look at it that way, where it's like, you know what? I mean, not, like you said, I'm, I mean, not bring the, the finances or I may not be able to provide financially, but I am ever, I am able to educate my daughter when she grows up. I am able to be that example for her, yeah. which many people won't have because they're just sending off their kids to a daycare yeah. and, and nothing against that. If you can afford it, that's fine. But I ra- I figured out that I rather be there for my daughter yeah. or my daughters and, and I rather just raise a good woman yeah. to where when she grows up, she knows like, I just want to be that example for her that when, when she is looking for in the future, her husband or whatever, she, yeah. she knows what to look for. It's like, Hey, my daddy always respected me. My daddy showed me uh, respect morals. And that's what I'm looking for in a man. And well, I I think that's going to be huge. Oh my God. I can only imagine like, because that's, if you think about a generational thing, like my dad, even to this day, like my dad, my mom even says it like, my dad's a great guy. My dad's great, but it's a generational thing where my dad and my mom were kind of the standard roles where my dad, like mm-hmm. he, he changed a diaper. He'll change a diaper easily if he needs to, but it wasn't his thing. And then right. my mom was saying, she was like, and then my grandpa and whatever, they never changed one diaper ever. It was never a thing. They weren't, they weren't involved. They, they right. just were the, they went out, they worked, they came home, they sat down. And that was it. And that was, yeah. And, and that's fine. They were great. They, you know, my parents loved them, but <clears> you think about that. And I'm like, you know, I think, about your daughters and things like that. Like I growing up to know that that's the example, like that's huge, especially for girls growing up. Like I always think about that with like my kids and my husband's super involved with our kids as much as he can. Cause he works mm-hmm. a ton, but like, I, I hope if one day they get married and they have, they, they have kids like they hope I, I want them to have partners like that because I hear on the one side with Instagram when like the downside one of the downsides is I get so many messages from people that are telling me about the relationships and it's so one-sided and it sucks because I'm like, it's, it's a lot of the times it's from a woman aspect where they're, you know, they're a stay-at-home parent. And because of that, the expectation is that they handle it all. They don't have any time and that their husband, it's that, it's the whole idea. Like they're, their financial provider. That's it. So everything yeah. else, once they come home, done. So then (laughs) no, and and it's just one-sided and I'm like, well, that's crap. Like, and, but then it's looked down upon when you think about the, the equalness of it, then it's looked down upon where it's like, well, men don't handle that. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know what, why? (laughs) No, just because they're not educated on it. But, but yeah, it's like when, when people talk about like, oh, uh, we're breaking generation, generational curses and like, Yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, <laughs> my well, role you right are. Now is I'm breaking generational curses because my my daughter's gonna be raised. My daughters are gonna be raised differently. Yeah. My daughters are gonna know what what to expect, and I'm gonna be there like every step of the way. Yeah, because that's, no, that's, my goal. that's I my love job. and I love that. I think that is that's like that makes me so happy because that that honestly gives. Again, I like, I think that's like the best part about like going into parenthood. And I think that's why, like you're saying, when you hear about the negativity about like, why would you have kids nowadays? Like, what's the point? Like when you hear all the negative stuff about like, why would someone have kids and stuff like that? Like I look at my kids and when I see them, like for me, I think the greatest thing that people forget about parents in a positive way, and you have to really take it on. Like you really need to know, I think if anyone's going to consider being a parent, 
you have to know that this is the, the reason you don't just have a baby for fun. <laughs> yeah. You have to have a baby for the, the sake of knowing that you have change literally in your hands. Like that is essentially what we're pushing forward. Like we're not going to be here forever. They're going to hopefully live well beyond us, which is heartbreaking, but they're going to live beyond us. We won't be able to see some of the shit that they'll be able to accomplish. And that's the thing that's like so encouraging about it is that like, we, we get to do that. Like we hopefully get to be that push mm-hmm. for the next change that's coming on. And that's why like, I get excited about it. Cause I'm like, I get to change something right now. Like I can right now, like yeah, you're playing that right now. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool. So I love that. That makes me so excited when I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I have a question. Oh, so, okay. So your wife's an engineer. Mm-hmm. How is it work? So like roles at home and stuff like that, when she's at home, how does it balance out? Like, do you kind of feel uh, like you go through any similar struggles that like you hear about commonly talked about with like default parent or anything like that? I treat her like the queen uh, gets home. I pamper her, have dinner ready for her, feed her in the mouth, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not a princess. I got to take care of. <laughs> I love it. No, uh, no, she, she does a lot. Obviously she, she's pregnant right now. So I know she, she can't do much. So I, I step in a lot still like, uh, yeah. and, and I don't mind. Um, I know she, she has another human <laughs> growing yeah. inside. I, I don't know what that feels like. So hey, props to you guys. You, you do your job. Um, and I'll, I'll take care of business here. Um, so yeah, she gets home. Um, I'll, that's when I start getting dinner ready. Um, so I used to be a chef, so I, I don't mind the cooking. Yeah. Some people might say like, oh, you're still at home cooking. You still got to cook. I'm like, oh, you're the female. I'm like, no, I used to be a chef, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I you love like it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you need to learn how to cook, bro. Now it's like, well, well you don't know how to cook. How are you going to survive? Oh, like, trust me, you can there's like this whole new generation, like there's more and more independent women like yeah. out there. You're not going to find yourself uh, like a back in the day, like your grandparents. Yeah. A woman like that is just going to, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be a stay at home wife or a stay at home mom, uh, raise the children, cook, clean, um, serve the husband. And no, they don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> no. Well, and I think that's like the big thing too, is like for a younger, like, it that literally is the case where I think about it, where women, <laughs> this sounds terrible. Women don't need men anymore. <laughs> like the world is created at this point where women are making decent money. Women mm-hmm. have equal, like very, not, e- no, I don't know, equal. I don't know. I would like to say they have very good job opportunities presented to them. They have a bunch of opportunities ahead of them that they can get into. Um, you can create a baby on your own. Like I know I had a guest on here that she is a single mom by choice. Like she literally had a baby by choice. She did it at home. It was like an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, we could do it on our own. I think that's the thing is like we, and, and men can do it on their own, essentially. Like everyone can do this on our own. We need to now start thinking about like what the other is bringing in. Yeah, what what do you bring to the table? (laughs) Yeah. Well, what do what are you bringing to the table of the team? Like, uh-huh. that's the thing. It's a team aspect of like, how are you going to grow this family as a team aspect aspect? It's not it, like if you want it to not be an individual sport, it needs to be a team thing. And what are you bringing in? So this can feel as awesome as possible. Yeah. And it's not. And I know back then they'll say like, oh, it's a it's a 50 50 marriage or it's a 50 50. No, it's it's 100 and 100. Yes. I bring in 100. Yep. She brings in 100. Yep. And 
Yeah, it's it's a team sport. <laughs> well, I had a guest that said that. I don't know if you heard. You should listen to one of my podcast episodes. One of my guests said that. She said, "No, my husband's a hundred. I'm a hundred. She said okay. that's exactly. She said he has strengths that are a hundred percent him that mm-hmm. I will never be able to match. I have strengths that he'll never be able to match, and that's exactly what it needs to be. And yeah. that's the thing. And I I was recently talking to my husband about that, and I said we're we're constantly on a battle of trying to make everyone equal, but I do things better than he can. I I do things better than he can. He does things way better than I can. There's a difference between men and reason, men and women for a reason. We will always have. Yeah. There's things uh, a kid wants from a mom specifically. And there's things that a kid wants from a dad specifically. Yep. And only, only you'll be able to, to give that to them. And a dad will be able to do that. Yeah. So it made it. Yeah, exactly. Like we just can only go in being the best that we can for ourselves. And I think like, I'm, I've never looked at my husband and I being like, we need to be equal and everything. Like I'm the default. I'm with my kids all the time. I'm sure you're the default too, because you're with their kids as much as possible. I think like the parent that is majority of the time with their mm-hmm. kids, you just tend to be the person that like, I think of the default as the one that if you were on fire, who would your kids come to for juice first? Chances are, it's going to be whoever knows where the juice boxes are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's going to be me. Um, But it's, it's hard. And I, I, I think sometimes you like for me, I know you can get a little resentful when that happens at first, when you don't fully understand it, but then you kind of do. And you're like, you know, I'm just going to embrace it at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the, the alternative would be that I'm not. And then I'd probably <laughs> just be as upset about that also. So I'm just going to take it for what it is. Um, and then my husband just steps in when he can. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm sure your wife does the same. It's you just do what you can and yeah, what do you, you make it work until the end of the day is done. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> And sometimes you want it to be done earlier. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Like uh, no, but yeah, it, it's fun. We have fun with it. And like I said, my my wife does. She does a. She plays a big role in this too. Like she doesn't just get home and and I take care of everything. I'm I'm the provider. No, it's we're in this 100 and 100. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's like you said. Uh, once once your husband gets home, now it's parenting together. Yeah. Well, and th- yeah. Well, and that was another thing that people like freaked out about. And I'm like, that doesn't make <laughs> whenever I talk about that, I'm like, I don't understand. It breaks my heart because it, it, I think that's like the most frustrating thing. And I'm sure you've gotten like trolls on Instagram and stuff like that. And, and it's such a pain in the butt. It doesn't ever like annoy me personally. It annoys me when, because I know that it exists out there, that this is how people think. And I'm like, Whatever. yeah, it's sad. Like, how do we get away from this? Cause it's just nuts where I, I was like, yeah, I do. I do this. This is my job. This is my hours and this is my husband's job. This is his hours. And when our hours are done, we come together because we are parents. We chose to do this together. And yeah, we're, we're putting overtime in. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, well, and that's the thing is like, I don't get to clock out. He doesn't get to clock out. We, yeah, both, we're both on all the time. That's it. Yeah. And if it were that easy, it's like, uh, <laughs> like I know how stressful my, my, um, a job can be, or like my wife's job can be. So when she gets home, I'm like I, it'll be bogus for me to be like, all right, um, here you go. Uh, I'm gonna go get a few drinks with my friends or yeah. go sleep or do whatever. Like, no, it's like she had a long day at work too. Yeah, I was working too, and th- I think that's what people need to understand. Like, it's a job, and and for the people that say it's not a job, okay, once you get home, here you go, and the parent that was taking care of them, I'm a I'm a peace out. Yeah, because this wasn't a job, okay. So now it's your turn to take care of them, but yeah. they're tired. Yeah. They're stressed from work. They just want to sit down on the couch, lay back. And- yeah, we both want it. We everyone wants to do it. That's the thing. I think I think people are losing empathy because at the end of the day, that's what it needs to be. It just needs to be 
straight up empathy. You don't like your wife's job might be like, I'm imagining if she's an engineer, she's probably dealing with like numbers all day and crap like that. But F that, like I have no part of anything like that. So in terms of like what I consider hard, that probably sounds harder to me where I'm like, okay, but that would be hard for me, but it's hard. It could be hard for her. I don't know. Like, Uh that's the thing people can have parallel struggles and I don't know why there's this competition to see who, whose grass is greener, whose grass is less green. Like we just are always battling each other. And I'm like, who cares? Who cares? If it's hard for you, it's hard for you. If it's hard for me, it's hard for me. It might be easy for you. Like who cares? Just, empathize who gives a shit people are annoying (laughs) i go on a whole rant (laughs) gosh well i love this this is like the best so when's wait when's your second due uh april april okay and it's gonna be a girl girl okay yeah i might i might have to switch my handle to the the stay at home girl dad or something like that (laughs) yeah That's exciting. Is this, do you think you're going to stick with two babies? Do you think you're open to more? So my wife wants the boy. I'm okay, I'm okay either way. Yeah. Um, the thing is now it's like, if we were to go for the third one, um, then, all right, we got to start looking to a bigger home. Yeah. We got to start looking to other things and for our finances. And it's just, uh, all right, you know what, right now we can make it work. Yeah. Uh, but if we really want that boy, Hey, I don't know how to make them. <laughs> no, all right. Unless someone out there knows knows the secret on making boys, but <laughs> I'm happy with my girls. Yeah. yeah. Girl, girl dads are fun. Girl dad. Yeah. Oh, we have, we have two girls and a boy. So mm-hmm. it's just, I think it's all just luck at the end of the day. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm here like it. Do I do it at night? Do I do it in the morning? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. So I have another question for you because I'm trying to like think of like from a stay at home mom perspective, like things that I feel like we deal with. But it sounds like you're very like. So one of the things that I've tackled before is like stay at home moms. There's a lot of stay at home moms that deal with financial guilt where they feel bad spending the money that their partner brings in. Have you ever struggled with anything like that? No, I'm actually pretty good with our finances. I'm I'm actually the one trying to control my wife not to hey don't don't get that extra starbucks in the morning or <laughs> yeah i can make yeah. it happen here <laughs> yeah um it's just thing like that like i'm i guess like that's another like i may not be the provider financially but i know how to take care of the finances yeah here. yeah so maybe that's the strength of mine that that's how i um bring in my value yeah um, well and i love seeing that's a that's a great thing too that's a great point Cause that's a big thing. That's it. That's why I, I brought that up a while ago. I'm trying to think of like different aspects of like stay at home struggles. Like there's just different like default parent. I think like from a stay at home mom aspect, because a lot of them are moms. So it's like the default parent thing. Um, financial struggles. I know that was a big one where I said like, cause a lot of people view it as their money. Like it's because whoever is the paycheck earner, it's their money. So a lot of moms and I used to do it too. Like I used to feel really bad. My husband never made me feel that way. I just felt that way. It was mm-hmm. very weird to not bring in a paycheck of my own. When I went from that to not, it was a very weird thing to, to stop and then want to go spend money on myself where I'd be like, well, no, it's not my money. But yet my husband couldn't give a shit. I was just m- my mental mindset of that. Um, so that's why I asked. Cause it's like, <clears throat> it's very, yeah, there's, yeah. And there's times where um, if, <laughs> If if I do want something, and I gotta be careful with that because I I'm a 
like I got five love languages. Um, I'm I'm a gift person. Yeah. So uh, if my if my wife sees me talk about something, she'll get it to me, and I'm like, no, don't. like, and I start feeling bad. Like, but we gotta pay this, or we should save money for that, or this and that. So yeah. I'm <laughs> like, as much as I want it, I, I rather. Well, rather, 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 rather do it the safe way. Yeah, the smart way. Yeah, I rather, That's me. I rather delay, but yeah. And, and speaking of that, um, I guess like a part of me, like when when I mentioned earlier about the oh man, a man feels like you need to provide and all that stuff. Like yeah, part of me still felt like I gotta, I gotta help some way. Yeah, and, and yeah, like uh, two two months ago, I started a a clothing business, a custom shirt business. Oh, nice. And, and that's my way of like trying to help around. Yeah. Um. So that way I don't feel too bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, well, and that's. But I think that's like an important thing too because I mean, well, that's awesome. I I think that's one of the big things. That's why like I love this whole thing that I'm doing. Like just with social media. I I mean, I started just doing exactly what you're doing right now. Is I started this page and I just did it for connection and for just sharing my experience. And thankfully, it grew. And you know, I can make a little financial. Uh, financial what am I thinking contribution to my family mm-hmm. because of it um and it's great but it definitely is like it definitely helped lessen the burden mm-hmm. that I felt because that's a terrible thing that to even think about but you do kind of feel like a burden and or you, you feel guilty about it like yeah you feel guilty and you kind of feel like you're just an added it just sucks. It is. It's a burden feeling. That's what it is. It's guilt, but it's like a burden where you're like, okay, well, I'm just another thing. But, and I know for myself, like I didn't before all of this, like I, when we had our second and I was, wasn't in this, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to buy any clothes for me. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do anything for me. I'm going to make sure it's all for the kids because you, you just felt bad. Like you just, you, I don't know. It was, it was very weird. Yeah. I totally get it. Like I haven't, I think saying since Rosie was born, I haven't, I haven't bought myself anything. Yeah. And and now like so I started my my um clothing business and yeah I can I can I can custom make any shirt or sweater but I haven't really made me anything because I'm like no I rather I rather sell that shirt or I rather sell that hoodie instead of me keeping it just yeah. so I can help around the house or I can uh yeah cuz it's like when when formula was was um uh, what was it um oh the yeah shortage you know, the shortage just like it was it was hard yeah <laughs> and then when you found the formula it was expensive oh, uh we well, were spending still just... is expensive yeah it's still expensive i have one canister yeah. and i'm i'm thankfully breastfeeding still but it's like oh i need to get i i need to end that <laughs> but i um i have one canister of formula and i'm at this point like i'm we're over 10 months postpartum so i'm trying to get to a year at this point where i'm just like yeah. let's just get as close to a year as yeah. possible and then we're done i'm not buying formula i'm not doing any of it because it's so expensive i don't i give formula feeding parents such credit for that oh my god like i the oh, there's so many discussions that need to happen with all this <laughs> yeah it's parenting is so hard <laughs> Because it's hard. I mean, it's the financial aspect of it. It's the preparation of bottles. It's like, it's such a demand on all of it. It's just like, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, and it adds up and you you start feeling the guilt and it's like, well, how can I help? I can't, I can't really go get a job because I, because then the other thing we discussed too is like, okay, well, if I get a job or like second shift when my wife gets home, 
then she's going to have to deal with the burden. Like she's pregnant. She's tired. Like, like you said, she's coming into a second job, coming home to a kid. Yeah. It's a second job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to leave her alone. It's like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'd rather stay here. I'd rather help around the house. I'd rather take care of you. I'd rather take care of the baby. Yeah. And you know what? Like you, you're, you're growing another baby. So chill. I got this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and these are the years to kind of do it. That's, I was talking with a friend yesterday and we were talking about like a different aspect of being like having friends. Like, I don't, we can talk about that real quick. Like just with me having friends, I don't, I want to know your circumstance with that, with having, being a stay-at-home parent, but like we were talking about that. And I was like, you know what? I think it's just the little kid years of having a little, little ones. You, it's just, it's survival, not in a bad way. It's just, it's sacrifice and survival for a chunk of time, like five years, five, six, seven years. Like it's just this time where you keep your head low, you do what you can and you just make it through until they start to get a little bit more independent. And then you could, you know, go get another job if you wanted it or Mm -hmm. things like that. But for the little years, it's kind of like, you just have to kind of ride with it. Yeah. And and that's, that's my grind time, mom. So baby goes to sleep around eight. And then from eight to nine, it's me and wifey time. And then she goes to bed. And then from, from nine to 10, it's me time. (laughs) Yeah. Then from 10 to 2 AM, that's, that's grind time. That's, that's my time. Like I gotta gotta start grinding. I get orders in, I gotta promote, I gotta get my name out there. It's cause I know that's the only time I got. So it's like from 10 to 2 AM. Yeah. That's, but I rather do that. I rather stay up late doing that than go getting another job and having to leave my wife and my daughter. Yeah. 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 I commend you for it. That's what my sister was just saying that to me today. She was like, when do you do all your stuff? And I was like, at night. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like, yeah, well, and she's like, you should set boundaries for yourself, Mary. And I was like, I do. But I was like, but you have to understand, I don't want to be on my phone all the time in front of my kids. Like I, I have an opportunity to, I obviously have a space that I I'm on my phone, but mm-hmm. I don't want that to be my world. Like I, I well, usually record job, my, it's my job, but it's like, yeah. I want, I record stuff and then I save it as a draft. And then I kind of post You're it up later where I'm like, I just would rather do that and know that I can like quick record, tuck it away by and know that whatever. Cause my kids have gotten so used to, it's like actually embarrassing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> where my kids like I even Spencer today like on my stories he was like hey dear hi, hi people or uh hi people I'm making a smoothie and I'm like oh god or Cassie will be like hey today we're doing this and I'm like oh my god <laughs> even just Haley, like Haley my youngest she's 10 months old I put uh, a story she literally looked at my phone like oh, I saw help me like uh-huh. she knows it's people on the other end and I'm like <laughs> I, was gonna, guys- I was gonna comment on that and be like she's she's probably like mom Cut your yeah, shit and feed me. Yeah, Jesus. God. But it's just like funny watching because they're like, they know what I'm up to. But that's why I do it at night. I'm just like, they're asleep. This is why I'm meeting with you right now. It's like they're asleep and we're doing our thing. And yeah, this is this is our grind time. Yeah. So we we gotta get it done. And yeah, and that's why I also gotta see like um, do I watch do I get suckered in a movie or like a, a show or do I start yeah try to provide for helping helping with the finances. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little sacrifices. Like you said, just put your head down and grind it out. Get it out until, until the day comes that you can kind of stick your head above and you're like, Oh, I can breathe again type of thing. Yeah. (laughs) And it'll happen. I'm starting to feel that way now. Finally, like once Cassidy, my oldest is in kindergarten, I think I'm going to feel a little bit lighter. (laughs) And then once my son is in kindergarten, I think like once they (laughs) enter school a little bit, 
then I can like kind of breathe and kind of be like, okay, I can see some resemblance of my life <laughs> again, mm-hmm. but you really do like you just kind of, yeah, it's just like a full on sacrifice for five years of like, yeah. we'll oh. see. Cause I'm, I'm actually thinking about homeschooling. Oh, really? Yeah. So who knows? We'll, we'll see. I, I got some um, friends that they homeschool and in my mind, I'm like, wow, those are the smartest kids ever. <laughs> Right. Well, that's the thing. I'm glad you said that. I've always said that because I, well, homeschooling really freaking intimidates me. I brought it up during the pandemic, like when I think everyone and their mother was bringing up homeschooling during the pandemic, but I brought it up a few times. I just, it intimidates me because I'm like, I want to do it well, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I don't, I know there's that, so many resources. That's like you're going to be, your kids are going to be the reflection of whatever you taught them. <laughs> Well, that's the biggest concern that I have. It's like, I want to know that like my kids are going to be hearing what I say, as opposed to what their classmates are saying. Mm-hmm. So that's well, like the yeah, thing yeah. that intimidates me a little bit where I'm like, okay, well, I don't like elementary school for that or like school, not elementary school. I don't like schooling for that reason. It's like, I don't know what other parents are teaching their kids. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want... like bullying. Yeah. Uh, like that. That's so big nowadays. I'm like, wow, I don't remember bullying being that big back in my day but same with me i'm actually glad well i think it's online it's yeah. online. social media is killing people yeah. social media should not be in the hands i honestly i was talking to my husband about this the other day i said i think social media should not be allowed there should be a law that kids should not be allowed on social media until they're 18 years old i don't know how the hell you would ever put that into law but i'm like that should be it's more dangerous than guns and, and drugs Oh, for sure. Like for just sure. all the, you, you give a kid, um, nowadays you can give a, a five-year-old, um, and I'm pretty sure, uh, what is it? Cassidy's your oldest. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old is she? Five. Yeah. 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 It's like, and how, how, how great do they work them tablets? Right. Oh, they know exactly. And when they do them at school too, like I, yeah. I know oh, when yeah, she's, no, home, she's like, they all have laptops at schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, kinder, what is it? First grade for kindergarten. You're they're already teaching you how to use the laptop. I'm like, what? Yeah. Which I think is like great because obviously they're going to grow up in a world where it's all necessary, but it's like, Uh, I I mean, you put it this way, whenever I have had people on Instagram insult my children simply because they're online. Like I've had people comment on my videos, insulting my kids, adults doing that where I'm like, that's grown adults doing that. Think about what kids think. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, that's scary. Where it, and I recently heard some actress, I forget who said it. She had said, whatever she was talking about, she said, why in the hell would we give kids the opportunity where if they were to get on and say, like, this, the sky is beautiful, an opportunity for someone, some stranger to come in and be like, well, actually, that sky is really ugly. This thing that you're seeing right now is ugly. Like, we are giving strangers the ability to dictate our day, essentially. Like, that's what social media does. You, it's sucky because I've said this before. I'm like on social media, especially because you're growing on there. It's like you, I've always said like, you have to have a thick skin for social media. It's true, but it's bullshit. We shouldn't have to even say that. Like we shouldn't even have to even say you need a thick skin. How about you just need to like, that shouldn't be a requirement. Uh You shouldn't be required to be able to, to, to take shit from strangers on the internet. Like people shouldn't be allowed to say such nasty crap. Yeah, it's like you know how, um, like Instagram, uh, the how, how you say, the 
the nicest or like they'll they'll take your shit down there. If you oh yeah, yeah. Something bad. Like why yeah. don't you take care of the comment section? Yeah, well they like, don't go to work there. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. Like, but it's even it's even worse on TikTok. Oh god, TikTok, TikTok is like free range. TikTok is scary. Um, that's TikTok. actually what inspired us to like actually do the social media thing. Um, we uploaded this video. Uh, it was Rosie probably two months. I forget how two or three months. No, probably two months. I don't know. I gotta go back to it. But she was laying in her crib and then uh or in the changing station and I grabbed her hands and she like pulled herself up. Yeah. She was standing and I'm like, all right, cool. So I posted it, boom, goes a million views the next day. But everyone like talking, hey, what a bad parent, this and this. And well, what's the video? Like, wait, I didn't know you had an account. Let me look. Uh, oh yeah, it should be. Uh, so it's the Saturday life on TikTok, and it should be pinned. Can't really look. Get out of here. Okay. Uh, stay at home. Yeah, in comment section went the town. <laughs> so this day is like every day I get a new comment. I'm like, oh, people are still watching it. All right, cool. <laughs> Let me share. Hold on. The stay. Is it S? S A H D D Y. TVY. My life. Okay, there I got found it. Yeah, it should be a pen one. If you don't have a pandemic baby, then you cannot sit with me. You understand what I mean? These new oh my gosh. babies are built different. If you don't that is amazing. Baby, the hell? That's crazy. My daughter just started doing that. I'm like, wow, she's 10 months old. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and people just went to town. Like, my wife's like, oh, we should put it down. Like, people are so mean. I just want to reply to them. And I'm like, no, that's just, they, that's what they want. They want to go to town with people. Like, they want to go to war. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm, like, reading through the comments. Like, poor baby. Like, what? Yeah. And I've been wanting to do a, a stitch with it. Like, highlight a, a comment and then just show Rosie running. Because she be, my baby be running everywhere. I think she started walking at 12 months and 11 or 12 yeah um, i think she's pretty advanced but who knows she's she's my first baby so well no <laughs> i think that's pretty darn good i mean that's the thing is like people ah, people are stupid uh, yeah. online people are nuts but no i think that's pretty darn good my kids didn't start walking until like 15 16 months Cat, okay. i mean Haley, Haley is the she's gonna she's 10 months she hasn't pulled herself up on anything yet, but she also is 25, 26 pounds. <laughs> she's got a That's lot. <laughs> she's got a lot, lot to pull up at this point. So she's she's taking her sweet old time. She's gotten there. But um she uh yeah, it's just every kid's so different. The, just everyone that's the thing. Everyone online is like the perfect parent, and it's just it's annoying. Yeah, and it's like every every kid at their at their own pace. And it's gonna happen when it happens. Um, I know, um, like with the walking or the talking, and and yeah, it's don't take the time. One, I can hear a little bit of an accent in your voice. Do you speak Spanish? Yeah. Is your house a bilingual family? No, I married. I married white. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife's American. <laughs> I love it. Let me say it. <laughs> How about with your daughter? Do you speak Spanish to her? Uh, yeah, we actually both. So my wife um, took Spanish up to college. So she she understands. She she kind of speaks it. 
<laughs> and and actually, my wife probably speaks more uh, Spanish to our daughter. Okay. Than I do, but yeah. You should have her make one of those videos with the scene from Bridesmaids when she's saying this. If you heard the, you know, the speech that she gives the. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, yeah, I know. Something as squalas. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just a bunch of nonsense. You should have your wife do something like that. That's funny. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I love it. Well, I, I'm so glad that you came on because I think it's just, it's fun. It's fun hearing a different perspective on things and and all of that. Um, so I, real quick, so stay-at-home daddy life. I'm going to put all the links for everything so people can find you on Instagram, on TikTok. You obviously have a TikTok. Do you have anywhere else that you want people to find you? Um, yeah, just uh, TikTok, Instagram, and I'll be launching my website pretty soon, probably this weekend or cool. Monday, hopefully. Cool. We'll see. So that'll be the, the, the Saturday shop. So the stay-at-home daddy shop. Cool. All right. And then, okay, so let's say if there's any stay-at-home dads listening or hopeful dads thinking that stay-at-home life might be for them what words of advice or encouragement would you give them if if what what was that again so if any dads right now are listening or anyone listening that could potentially want to be home and your dad what words of encouragement would you give them i'll say just do it jump in it's it's definitely a roller coaster but it's a fun one um definitely get to learn a lot about your your daughter or son, but most importantly, you get to uh, learn more about yourself. Yeah. And I think that's been the biggest thing for me. I've I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about how to become a better a better dad, but most importantly, a, a better husband. I love that. And I think, yeah, I, I think I think my daughter for that, because uh, because of her, I gotta I gotta step it up. Yeah. So every day I gotta level up. <laughs> I love and I, that. And I got you, and I got you, moms to think. <laughs> I feel like I'm part of a club, even though you I'm are, a- <laughs> you are. But I think, again, I think that's why I, I love this so much. I think it's, it's given me a different perspective too, as to when like I create content to realize that it's not just a, it's not just a mom thing. Like it's not all just a mom thing. I think this is a very universal thing. So I think that's, I like this. This has been a good eye opener for me. It's like a good mm. reminder. So. Yeah, like every every reel you make or every reel like the other stay at home moms make, I'm like, oh, like that's me. Yeah. Or- <laughs> well, and we don't think about it because we always say like being a mom, like moms do this, like that, like we don't we forget, like and and I think there's also like um again, it's a battle. Like where some people are like, oh no, it is a mom only thing, and I'm like, what? Well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe we no, just it, have. Maybe we just are constantly telling ourselves that it's a mom only thing, and yet there are others out there that are dads and and living the same exact thing. We've just deemed it all mom stuff, and that. But that and that that isolates you. Like that just leaves you kind of you know in the dust essentially, and that's what we need to kind of make room for. Which, yeah, and yeah, and I think one of the cool things too is like you you moms like. Like I'll I'll reply to one of the things or ask a question, and I think everyone that I've mentioned I've I've had interaction with. Yeah, like they, they've all responded back. They all it's not like oh this creeper or this no. is that. Thing. Like, I don't know. It's like I'm I'm struggling here. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> no, we love. I, I mean, I know the girls that you all mentioned. They're all great. Like they, yeah, they're all, they're all great. 
because we're all, I mean, majority of us are here because of the same exact reasons. We're all here because we need the connection. And we also just are feeling it's a supportive community. Like we just, we really want this to, to be done well. So. Yeah. And, and what you girls are doing, it's like, I, I like took a, I took a step back into my page and I'm like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I'm like, because I know, just like you were saying, like, oh, I'm I'm posting these 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 reels or making these videos, just thinking about the mom. It's like, hey, well, maybe I can be that dad that I can help that dad that's trying to make the jump, or he's probably feeling ashamed that it's like, oh, what are people gonna think? What are people gonna are they gonna judge me? What if I feel this way? It's like, hey, it's okay. Like, yeah. that's what I'm here for. It's like I I've been through it. Um, I'll help you. Yeah. And I just wanna be like, just what you are to other moms or stay at home parents, like. That's what I want to be to other yeah. people. Yeah. Like, hey, I buddy, I'm a guy. <laughs> I yeah. No, I, I love that. That I honestly, that needs to happen more. I, I think that needs to happen more. Cause I, I hear a lot on that side. I know when I've asked questions before, like a lot of said, like we need to, we want to hear about the stay at home dad side. Cause we have, I have a lot of moms that follow me that are moms that husbands are the, you know, the primary caretaker of the home. And it's, it's, rare it's just it's mm-hmm. very under discussed so i think that's awesome thank you yay well thank you so much and uh i'm excited i'm excited for everyone to hear this and get to know you yeah this was pretty cool this this actually felt like um like we're doing a little high school reunion yeah right <laughs> like i feel like i already knew you like just seeing your dances i'm like oh we listen to the same music <laughs> like oh, i know those dance moves <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. We shit gets wild over here. Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's my hope. That's, that's my hope with all this. It's just like, it's very candid and I mean, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm over here like, Oh, it's, this is just like another, I'm, I'm catching up with an old friend. Yeah. Well, it's good. That's, that makes my, that literally makes my day. <laughs> that's all I yeah, hope for. <laughs> I mean, this is how I feel like I, me coming in here, I already, I already thought I knew you. I just needed the, the face-to-face interaction. Well, not literally face-to-face, but <laughs> Good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Charlie. No problem. Take care. Another episode down and way more to go. But thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe. I'd love for you to share it with others and post about it on your own social media or leave a rating and review. I cannot tell you how helpful and how appreciated those things are for me. Of course, to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me over on Instagram at The Very Merry Life, over on TikTok, The Very Merry Life. And even if you wanted to check out my monthly newsletter, you can do so by subscribing over at TheVeryMerryLife.com. I'll see you next week. Stay tuned for more honest, raw, real chit chat. I have some amazing moms lined up coming on and shit's going to get fun. So buckle up, buttercup. It's going to be good. <laughs>